Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. I tell everyone who dates my daughter the same thing. My flesh is decaying. Yours would serve nicely. This is core. Is gonna hate, 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 hate. <laughs> you really say that? Mephisto says that. That's a real clip. Yeah, it's 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 canon. Okay. I mean, the thing I'm more he has a daughter yeah. that people are way into dating. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm not entirely sure what the what's up with that, but uh, Mephisto, a man of mystery, isn't really a man anymore. I think he's kind of <laughs> traded that all in for. Something I don't else. know. The part of him I can't stop looking at is his tongue. Have you looked at the model? Like he's he's got a tongue, like a real pink normal ass tongue, just right there in his mouth. Kind of a wagger dagger though, right? Like it's out there, it's moving. Oh, oh wagger dagger. <laughs> you know, like like it's it's not like just uh, it's sort of dangling, and he can see it move. Was he when he's doing his like just floaty business? He's got a little hanging there. Doesn't he? I think the problem is it's just too normal compared to the rest of him. He's this weird, fleshy, decaying bone monster with no legs, but then like just a normal tongue. <laughs> well, it's what we all strive for, John, in our lives. Yeah. Speaking of John, that's John and also Bo and I, Scott Johnson. We're here with the core show, and it's time for us to talk about Heroes of the Storm. We're glad to be here. Again, we bumped a day uh, for reasons. We had Tom Merritt in town all week here in the studio, and as a result, well, not all week, for a couple of days, 
we had to bump things around. That meant Current Geek on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. And uh, these guys were nice enough to let us shift one day again to accommodate. And uh, we should be back to absolutely normal Wednesdays next week. I can't foresee any reason why that should be any different. So come back then. But stay here now. But, but come back then also. Next Wednesday, normal schedule. Back on it, baby. Uh, so I... Uh, uh, it's been interesting because, you know, we talked last week a bunch. And by the way, to, to, tons and loads of feedback about how much people enjoyed the last episode. I don't know why they liked it oh, so really? much, but people really liked our discussion about games in general and our thoughts about, uh, you know, living games, games that are always being updated and sort of are just always there, whether it's League of Legends or something like Overwatch or Heroes of the Storm or Hearthstone, something like that, versus games that come out like Spider-Man. You play it, you love it, it's great. There's maybe some DLC, but then you're done and you hope for a sequel. And the differences between those two, we kind of got into those last week pretty deep. And that really struck a chord with a bunch of people. So I guess thanks for all the feedback. That was that was awesome to hear that because I was a little worried that we were going in places nobody cared about. But I think the context was important to our favorite MOBA and how we play it and when we play it and how much we play it and what drives us to play more. And um, just nothing but glowing feedback for that i haven't uh, i was actually thinking we might get a few people going stick to the subject like that guy <laughs> yeah but uh I mean, we did that a lot last week i'm i'm not surprised to hear it i'm very happy that people are were complimentary but i hadn't given it much thought until you mentioned it now that's crazy that's right great. yeah it's pretty last cool week, it was an enjoyable episode to 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 participate in last week so I, glad I, people felt that way i completely agree and so if we ever veer into that again um we won't be as, uh, what's the word? We won't be as nervous about it. <laughs> Not nervous, but you know, we we try to keep things on apprehensive. Yeah, because we want you to get, you know, we want you guys to come to the show for what you want to come to it for, and and get what you think you're getting, and not change things up too much. But um, I always like those broader philosophical discussions in the world of gaming, generally speaking. And so uh, I thought that was really good to start things off this week. We're get a little philosophical as well. I want to talk a little bit about the new versus old. And I don't mean, let's call John new and let's call me old. Okay. Bo is like the piece of meat in the young old sandwich. Actually, John's not that much older than me. John, John and I are like 10. Okay, I was wondering where I was going to end up. Was, what are we, 10, 12 years apart from each other or something, John? It's not that much. It's not really. I don't know. I'm 34. Okay. So I'm, oh, that's more like 14 years. But still, it's fine. I was 14. You were a baby. I was into yep. girls. You were a baby. <laughs> um, anyway. The story doesn't change even the older you get. You got married, still a baby. We yeah. started this show, still a, baby. still a baby. Yeah, and don't forget, when, when John was a baby, I was watching Temple of Doom in the movie theater. Maybe with a girl. I don't know. Anyway, that doesn't matter. My point is, uh, that's got nothing to even to do with the subject. I don't know why I brought it up, but uh, well, which girl? <laughs> Temple of Doom is not a good movie, Scott. I'm gonna just throw it her, out. Her name, you're, you're not wrong. I think you, no, I think John's right. John's right. One, it's gross. Two, it makes you want to be single. <laughs> what? I just watched this movie again last weekend, and John's not entirely wrong. It's kind of gross. <laughs> like, Bo, remember the scene? The scene where they're all eating monkey brains and stuff. It's kind of yeah. hard, a little hard for a date, don't you think? A little bit. Like it's I all mean, bugs. They're open up a beetle and eat its little uh, little cooked bum part. And then there's yeah, the... Like, that's yeah. part of the, the fun of going to the movie. Uh, 
Girls don't like this? Well, some know. of them. I don't know. Janae was her name, by the way, for the record. She was very nice. Okay. And uh, I don't know what happened to her, but I was I had a real crush on this girl, and I think I took her to Temple of Doom, or a bunch of us went together. That's nice. Did you, did, you, did you make out? No, no. I was 14 and, yeah, and then they were terrified. Out by monkey brain. <laughs> so anyway, we just wanted me to meet, uh, eat a beetle, a bunch of monkey brains, and we had to listen to Kate Capshaw for two hours. Want to make out? The answer is no. No. You no. don't want to date anybody. That was the point. You just, you know, single is better. Single, single is good. Is better. Single is, is good. Uh, although I just what had is it, What did they say that? You know, smart for, uh, what, you looking for love, Dr. Jones? No, he goes, no, the line? It's no time for romance, Dr. Jones, he says. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And by the way, uh, in retrospect, and I said this on Twitter, and I'll just reiterate it real quick. Uh, a couple things. First of all, a lot of a lot of people didn't know that Temple of Doom was a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Most I people I know didn't. It. Yeah, most people don't. It blows people's minds. And I'm and I didn't know till the late '90s, so I'm not even claiming like I was a big smart guy when it came out. I think a lot of, if not most people, didn't know, even though they have like a date at the yeah. uh, like on the screen where they'll say you know Shanghai 19 whatever it was. And versus the Raiders one where they had a different date that was further ahead. People don't pay attention to that. So we all thought it was like, and that's why it felt a little discordant. That movie felt weird in the middle because it's like, well, wait, you just did Raiders and you found the, the Ark of the Covenant and, and it came out and turned those bad guys into candles and stuff. And, and the freaking, uh, don't look at it, Marion, close your eyes, Marion, right? All that. And you thought Marion and him were going to be together for a while. Figured that was all going to work out great. And then you're suddenly in India trying to find some stones and the guy's pulling a heart out. Galima, Jakti Day, all that. Like, it's very mm. confusing. It's a little bit weird. If you think of it as a prequel, you go, oh, okay, this stuff was going on before. Okay, I get it. He hasn't even talked to Marion again. He hasn't been to Nepal. He hasn't done any of that stuff. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> the problem with that movie was never short round. The problem with that movie is Kate Capshaw. She's terrible in it. And I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm saying she is written badly. Whoever made the character, and it's great that Steven Spielberg met her and got married and good, you know, bullied stick to them. Is that a phrase? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I can say bully. <laughs> We're going to say yes. Well, it's bully f- bully to them? Bully you say bully, bully for them. them. We're bully for you. Someone's if like, you oh, I won six stick, Grammys. Oh, right. You say bully for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But only if you win six Grammys. Anyway, the point is, uh, she's really bad, and she kind of almost ruins the movie. But short round's great. There is nothing wrong with that kid. He's just what you want. Yeah. I think he's great. Yeah. Indy, Indy. Anyway, here's what was my whole point. Oh, okay. Old versus new, and Heroes of the Storm is the context. <laughs> yes. Not when I saw a movie and John was a baby. Um. <laughs> uh, Bo, you were talking about how you're kind of so, in a someone in chat room asked if it was John's mom. Oh. <laughs> It was not John's mom. You guys are real funny. <laughs> it's a very small world, apparently. Jeez. It's only a few. It's not that many years. Plus, John's a total nerd and likes Indiana Jones movies, right? I do. And, yeah. you, and you hate the fourth one I, like the rest I, of us. Well, why did you I say like such an insulting thing about them? I just don't. Scott, I don't even know why you're talking about the fourth. They haven't made a fourth Yeah, one you're right. They're talking about it, though. Yeah, there's talk of a fourth. What it could potentially be. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited about what could be a fourth Indiana Jones film. But sure. there hasn't been one, and it wasn't the worst thing ever made. And we, if you thought that, you just imagined that there hasn't actually been a fourth film yet. So keep your eyes open. Coming yeah. this, coming soon. From See, Steven now, there's Spielberg. a movie that makes you not want to date. <laughs> Stop slinging crap <laughs> Doom like, like Crystal Skull isn't like, you know, 
Like, uh, why? <laughs> I agree. Where is it? What's that? Is that the one where you want to divorce? Yeah, that's the one where you want to die. <laughs> He's like, we're going to get divorced, but first let's watch this film. Yeah. And get in the mood. And then you're done, mm. and you're like, oh, yeah, we're sh- af- abs- definitely getting a divorce. We're not mm-hmm. We're not staying together after this terrible film. He was in, in a fact, refrigerator. People who were in love reportedly felt like getting divorced after. Freaking Indiana Jones in a fridge. What the hell was that about? Anyway, so... <laughs> Let's talk about the struggle at the heroes panel. Uh-huh. Do I try something new? Do I get in there and go, oh, I haven't touched Kerrigan in like nine months. Let's get in there and see what's up with Kerrigan, right? Or uh, do you go with an old favorite? Do I do I cave and just do Stukov because that's, you know, my jam? I'm curious what you guys think. So, Bo, you're there. You're on your own. Let's say you're just in to get some games in. You're trying to get some quests done, whatever. Do you ever, do you ever just have a temptation to go, yeah, I never really gave so and so the time of day, and uh, had a bad experience with them earlier. So now's my time. This is when I should play. Or do you go with an old favorite? Um, I mean, yeah, have those moods where it's like I want to play something something for comforting and familiar, and then I will play heroes I'm less comfortable with but want to get better at, and then because the hero roster is so, I mean, I hate to say it, we're happy to have more heroes. It's it's large. There's not time to play everything. No. So I feel like a hero that I'm not interested in or just want to try, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't have time for you. Life's a valuable thing. Short. Mm. Don't care if you're a meta pick or don't, you know, don't care if, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. There's reward at the end of it. Um, life's too short. Can't I like this. Can't play you know more. what hero it was that broke you of that? Because it used to be you were in till 10 for just about every hero yeah and i have most of the heroes to 15 there's certain heroes that i don't chogal probius and i always felt like at a certain point in time oh i'll work on those but now i'm like there's so many heroes in the game now and probius is so unfun like why would i spend time playing it like to me excuse me subjectively (laughs) i'm sorry but probius is really unfun for me to play like sure not saying it's bad or good just unfun I do not like. Totally understand, and, and I think that's fine. That you and have there was that a time where I would say my education and skill in heroes, like it's rewarding to play the heroes I don't like as much because the pool is limited. But now there's just an abundance of heroes to play. Yeah. So I wondered if we'd so ever get to the place where yeah. the roster was so large that we would start to feel that way. Because it, it, in the early days, it was like, well, I need to know everybody because at the drop of a hat, something could change in the even the most simplest of quick match meta that I need to be prepared for. And it's really not that many heroes, so I should know everybody. And I don't want to not learn one because maybe Blizzard did a cool thing I'm just not aware of. And like you feel like you kind of got to catch them all kind of mentality. But I think we're now to a point where that roster is just such a big freaking beast and it and, and will just continue to be so. They're not going to drop heroes. They'll only add them, although slower, but still. I kind of... I'm kind of coming around to that. Like, I do I really... I don't need to know every healer, every tank, every assassin. Maybe I just need to know the ones I like the most. And sometimes those will cross over into, ooh, they're good meta picks, and sometimes they won't. But I think I'm coming around to that too, or I'm at least getting better at that thinking. John, how yeah, about the you? Only, the only down- oh, yeah, go well, ahead, I was, we'll let John speak. But the only downside of that thinking is there are heroes that you probably would like to play if you gave them a few games and earn you know what i mean like only sticking to the ones you like makes it difficult to find new favorites right that's that's the downside so well that's the it's not only the downside but that's the 
that's the whole counter argument for this is that if you really truly want to be a hero's aficionado, you do like Bo does and make everyone 10. Um, but I'm kind of with you on like, I got, I don't have, there's so many days or, you know, so many hours in the day, so many days in the week. I just, I just don't know if I can, I can, I, I the, the day is probably never going to come where I'm like, it's time to finally dust off those lost Vikings and see what's up there. I'm probably not going to do it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anyone to waste their time playing something they're not interested in anymore. There was a time where I would say everyone should, but not anymore. And I know, <laughs> sorry, John, we'll get to you. In a I really wanted to express that with the last three heroes releases, I felt a certain level of ambivalence towards them. Mm. And I was excited for Yadel, um, but but when she released, I didn't actually end up playing her that as much as I thought I would. And it isn't because, uh, again, not a statement on whether they're good or not or poorly designed or anything sort of inflammatory or salacious, but just that there's so many heroes and I've... We've done the hero release thing now how many times? 60 times? Mm-hmm. The whole, hey, guess what's coming? Especially as we do a show. But even if I didn't do a show, as far as news goes, it's the most regular thing. You know what I mean? The excitement's gone. The honeymoon's over. Yeah. Sex is a little different now. Love <laughs> is a little different now. And and the relationship has changed. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like, well, we're we going to do this? Yeah, and it feels good. But it's not the, you know head exploding with fireworks kind of thing that's going on with these hero releases and i'm feeling weird about it in the same way you feel weird about it when your relationship changes and it's not a bad thing but it feels a little bad i guess sure i feel a little i don't know i'm in that stage right now that's, <laughs> i like they, your... like mephisto's at it's great anyways let me not play it and you know which i haven't played mephisto yet mm-hmm. um because you know it's the 60th time i've you know, embrace the new hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, your uh, thoughts after hearing all this? <laughs> I've got so many thoughts on that, but to bring it back around to the subject, um, I feel, I kind of feel the same way. I actually was not going to buy Mephisto initially, even though I was excited for the hero. I think he looks cool, but there was this feeling of, Kel'Thuzad just got a rework. I've been kind of messing with him. It's kind of doing a, it's scratching a similar itch that Mephisto, when I tried him, was scratching. Uh, we're starting to get to the point where, you know, you're not getting the hero that does the thing that's not in the game yet. Right. You know, Mephisto has a kit. It's a kit that is not, it's unique, but it's unique made up of things that are similar to other things you've done and seen before. Right. And so there, there is an element of, well, yeah, I've done all these things. I haven't done it in this one kit, but I'm kind of okay. I, I don't know if I need him. And then as soon as I said that, and then I logged in the game and I was like, but what if I got him and played him? And then that's what I did. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm maybe not completely free of the cycle just yet, but I, I understand where Bo's coming from. Because there is that element. I mean, there was a time when I think it was Jaina before Kael'thas, right? Uh, Where the idea of a mage hero was uh, like, what? Mm -hmm. We're going to get a real mage? Because it was Tassadar before that. He was was our mage. Like, that was our mage magic damage was him 
dumping his little circles on the ground and people going, oh, it's so much damage. I can't deal with it. And then they put, you know, Jaina in the game and they put Kael'thas in the game. And we had this whole new class of heroes that was brand new. And it just doesn't it feels like we've moved beyond that. And that's good and that's healthy for the game. And that's where we should go. But it does it does muddy the water a little bit, you know, as far as characters that you're into and excited about. But I say that and I think, well, I'm sure there's still a character and a kit out there that if they announced it, I would just go, oh, my gosh, I have to have this. I have to play it right away. And I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm sure. That I that's... don't know off the top of my head what it is, right. but probably true for all of us right there's some character some character somewhere is going to speak to us in a way that that we're going to be freaked out about or there'll be one that catches us off guard stukov is one of those for me didn't really think much about him until i tried him and and just got sucked in but you brought up a good point and i want to i want to add this to this and because it sounds like we're kind of in agreement on this uh it heroes is a little bit like taco bell here's my great scenario or here's me so bo had the sex comparison mine's taco bell all right Okay. Some people are into both. We don't want to get into that. <laughs> those are two good things. We, They're two we good are things. Almost yeah. to a perfect Saturday night. Yes. So here's here's my thinking. Um it's there are certain ingredients that go into the heroes that we have. And at Taco Bell, there is like seven ingredients they have on hand. And at first you're like, oh wow, dude burrito there's a taco that's a gordito like you're getting you're making things and and you're introducing new the nacho thing and then the flat um tostada deal but it you start to after a while go wait a minute these are all the same seven ingredients or some combination thereof in a slightly new package here's the baja burrito well kind of like the old burrito except they did this and this and this and same same ingredients uh, they got the new uh, the new gordito. In fact, on I saw on the commercial over the weekend is got the instead of just cheese on the outside of the double shell thing, it's got cheese and meat out there plus the meat in the middle. But at the end of the day, you're like, well, yeah, same seven ingredients. And mm-hmm. in heroes, I do think, and I think this is true of all mobas, by the way, and shooters for that matter. You start to get to a place where the same because of what the game is and the kind of game that it, that it is and how you have to balance it you kind of are just swapping around the same ingredients and you're making small tweaks to them here and there. But like the W on Mephisto is that electric charge thing. And it's really not that different than other kinds of AOE abilities in the game. Uh, But this one's mobile and also it's not permanent. It has a cooldown, and it can't be interrupted or, you know, you can do these, you have these variations, but at the end of the day, it's kind of, you know, Tassadar's little thing on the ground is Jaina's thing on the ground. They come at a different pace. One lingers, the other comes down three times. One has more damage than the other, but at the end of the day, mechanically, you're sort of doing the same thing. Uh, and then it's just down to, well, do I prefer this over the other way? Uh, a lot of the get-out-of-jail stuff, like scooching forward with um, Tychus or Li Ming's Blink uh, or various other characters' sort of escape mechanisms, are all kind of carved from the same chicken. But it's just creatively applied. So that being said, I think that's what I'm having right now is just a little bit of like, all right, we're getting to the point where we've got this sea of mechanics and they all kind of have, we're starting to see a lot of things that are similar to each other. Uh, The way that Stukov Hills is now, you know, now you're starting to see that with some other heroes uh, and vice versa and stuff like that. So my thinking is that's not necessarily a bad thing. 
But but what happens is it does cut down on the hype meter because I feel like we know what all the ingredients are and we know we're going to get some combination of that. With a cool new piece of art on top of it, with a nice little animation we didn't expect. I mean, it's not that they're not making these things different, you know, in some way. Um, but in a lot of ways, you could say this is true of World of Warcraft. Everybody's got to get out of jail thing like feign death or whatever the mage does, or I can't think of everybody's, but yeah. somebody's got a way to get away from aggro if they need it. Um, you know, in the case of a druid, they can transform immediately like Rhaegar does and turn into a, a, a horse and get the H out. Like there's, there's same functionality, different skin on that functionality. And that's just video games and I get it and I don't have a problem with it, but I think the hype meter goes down because we understand that now. And as a result, right. what we're waiting for is not so much, okay, what's the new kit and what are the what's the combination of mechanics being played out here? Because we kind of know it'll be pulled from the pool. Um, it will be more like, oh, I can't believe they're bringing so-and-so here. He's my favorite dude ever from blank. That's what probably will drive, I think, us as players more when new heroes are announced. Um, I'm more excited about Mephisto because I'm really invested in the Diablo universe. So anything Diablo related, I get really excited about. Yeah. But for you guys, it might be, I don't know, I can't think of another character right now off the top of my head, but something you're super stoked about from Warcraft or from Starcraft or something. And, and we just need the cheesy Gordita crunch. Yeah, like, that's what that's, we're looking you for. You know, sometimes it's just, it's not that it was new ingredients. It was just somebody said, we can make the perfect thing. We have the technology we can make something that's that's super good. And that's Artanis, but maybe there will be a second Artanis. Maybe that'll be the double cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> maybe we'll get there. I don't know. I don't know what that is yet, but yeah. maybe we'll see it. But I mean, like we've talked a lot recently about how much we like the current WoW expansion. Mm -hmm. But even that game has the same issue because at a certain point, you have killed the Lich King. You have killed Deathwing. You have killed Garrosh. And then they have to come out on stage and go, well, this time the real enemy is you guys. Ooh. <laughs> and everybody goes, what? Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's fine. It's maybe not going to be the most exciting announcement in the world, but you know, the expansion's still solid and it's what they do with it. And I think the same thing applies to these heroes. It's not intrinsically bad. It's, it's what they do with it going forward. Yeah. I think I agree. Well, I will say this. Yeah. I'm going to add, by the way, I want to say the way you explained that was perfect. Oh, wow. Also made you hungry, perfect. though, didn't it? Made you want perfect to talk 10. about it. No, not really. Oh. But um, perfect 10 on the explanation. Oh, wow. But I have something salacious to say. Just Because I thought of it as you were explaining all that to say that I would be okay with Cade 6 being added to the game. Cade 6? Oh from yeah. destiny yeah you've been playing a lot of destiny yeah. <laughs> well, wait, but no, no. you know there was a time when the blizzard temple in my view was this holy space and please don't poison it with your non-blizzard ip yeah but i cade six is all right you're we'll digging see how you feel about cade six when destiny turns on you in a couple months the only problem with adding a <laughs> destiny character is maybe they'd want to add other destiny characters and the rest of them are all terrible <laughs> yeah they're they bad. have one and they <laughs> killed it 
Yeah, like Diablo did. They Deckard Kane, the iconic uh, character everyone loves from Diablo. Let's kill him. Yeah, they blew that. They it's shouldn't like, have done that. You kill characters when you have other good characters in the wings, yeah. not you know hungry Tyrael. <laughs> hungry Tyrael. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, oh, hungry Tyrael, the the icon of the Diablo franchise. <laughs> My stomach is has this pain in it. it. Feels and funny. I ate until I couldn't eat another bite. Yeah, like, that's not that's not a bad it? point. I mean, you have they playing... just they just killed Cade Six with the new expansion. Yeah. And would you be? I mean, would you actually be okay if a Destiny character showed up in Heroes? It wouldn't bother you to have that. Now that I've over. played it, yeah. I'd be okay with Cade Six showing up. Yeah. <laughs> Both still got some one of, like one of the classes as like an imagined like Diablo style. Like if they put a Warlock Hunter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically putting an Overwatch character in it, so I don't know what the point would be. But you know, right. Uh, I'd be okay with it. I bet we never see that, but I don't think it would bother me. I think I'd be okay with it. It's just, uh, you know, again, they're in the same campus. They're on the same launcher, so the thought sort of crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, wonder what, I mean, I then it opens. It just starts to open up this door of like, okay, what else could they do? Would they, would <laughs> yeah, see what them? if uh, Michelangelo from TMT is the next hero? Well, it'd have like, to be stuff they mm-hmm. that are connected to, right? So you pitfall Harry or freaking... Um, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, there you go. <laughs> That's an Activision character, sure. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out on Tony Hawk. That's you, <laughs> well, who else? Like uh, a guitar hero person. <laughs> Uh, you could have. Wait, they have Call of Duty, right? Yeah, that's their shooter. It's Price uh, soap. soap. Oh, McTavish. soap, dude. Soap, mix, soap, McTavish. <laughs> all right, this is all a terrible idea. Is all is he sneaks around and only moves when he's told to? Yeah, when he's constantly in like a weed suit or whatever they call those. What are those called? A ghillie suit. A ghillie suit. <laughs> a weed suit. Oh my God, Chad Muska. And the Wombo Boys says Chad Muska, like Who's man, Chad the 90s Muska. Skate- your '90s skateboarding video called. They want to take you back. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, Chad Muska, Pitfall, um, Harry. I'm telling. It's not spoilers talking about Kate Six dying. It's literally every ad on every website is Kate Six is dead. Oh Come yeah, play our game. No, it's I all. I can't scroll yeah. through Twitter without seeing Kate Six die. So yeah, yeah no, Kate Six. I I don't even play Destiny, and I've heard all about this. So. I haven't finished all the content yet, so if he gets resurrected, I wouldn't know. As far as I played, he's died. he's dead. Is it is it really Nolan North's voice now and not uh, not yeah, Nathan Fillion? Yeah, they switched out Nathan Fillion for Nolan North. Well, I don't love that. Kind of tell a bit because both lines. I think both lines are like in the game, so you go back to old content. It sounds different. Hmm. He's like uh, he's like uh, what's his name, Loremaster Cho. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you click him you get different voices oh weird i don't think i like that either all right well whatever destiny good luck to you seems like you got a lot of people to make happy with destiny 2 right now and i'm glad you're having fun Bo. i should probably check back in there well it's a weird time because like wow dropped their expansion big mm-hmm. deal and then like destiny a week or two later drops theirs that seems bad yeah I guess it serves different audiences but it, it's kind of weird timing i think yeah no i don't know it's a whole thing about just Blizzard stuff in general, but then again, those drop the same. When uh, Spider Man was this week, has that already happened, or is that Friday? No, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, it's just everybody had preview stuff. I'm dying to play the new Dragon Quest game, but I can't justify it because I know I'm going to be doing nothing but Spider Man as of tomorrow. See, and I feel like I'm. I can't believe I'm saying this, and I'm probably going to change my mind. Yeah, and it might be because it's console only, and it kind of irritates me. Right, but. I, I'm sure I'll play Spider-Man, and I'm sure as soon as I start hearing everybody, especially you, raving about it, 
I'm going to be like, shit, all right, go buy Spider-Man. But I really want to play Dragon Quest, and it's also on PC, which is nice. Yeah. So I'm this close to Pacabin on that. Wait, is Dragon Quest like... Like Dragon Quest, the one from original Nintendo and stuff like that? Yeah, well, but it's new. The, I mean, it's the newest version of it, but yeah, that series. Dragon Quest Eleven, I believe, is the number. So... It, it's is supposed to be it's supposed that... to be the best the, the reviews have been it's the best dragon quest game ever made which is a really hardcore thing to say and you're seeing it from like trusted sources who know their jrpgs have followed this stuff forever and are claiming this thing is just like the greatest thing ever and it's got me so tempted to freaking pick this thing up uh let's see where wow. i want to find it real quick uh it's, and it, oh, so it's releasing tempting. on pc too yeah mm-hmm. uh, i can't spider-man is my favorite hero uh those old spider-man games where they got the swinging right mm-hmm. you can oh, put it looks spider-man like zelda. in heroes and i'd be okay it looks like the new zelda <laughs> well isn't spider-man's also um spider-man's also a uh isn't that published by activision I th- they have made Spider-Man games before. I think Marvel now licenses out to everybody. So maybe that's the di- maybe we could get, <laughs> get Spider-Man and heroes. Get Spider-Man in there. Uh, hero, hero of the thing. Anyway, people talk about how massive it is, how fun it is. I'm very tempted for this. For this, echoes of, eluc- of an elusive age is the name of the subtitle. Well, I love to talk you into buying things, but the truth is, Scott, if you cave, I'll cave, and I don't want to cave. I know. That's I've, I've noticed a lot less pressure from you on this one than usually. Because <laughs> I'm on the edge. Yeah. I don't want to spend $120 on games this week. That was part of the reason why I didn't want to buy Mephisto, because I knew that there was a $60 thing going to happen on Friday. Yeah. That was for sure. Yeah. And they got me with Mephisto anyway. Not only that, but I bought the stupid full bundle. I didn't even buy just the hero. I was like, well, I got to get a robot version. <laughs> I did the same thing. It was only 15 <laughs> bucks, though, because I had some gems and it was all right. But yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. And then you got Red Dead coming real quick and I'm just the whole world's about to change. It's going to suck. But also be great. And if that Spider-Man is as good as an open world game as everyone's saying, I probably should just do that. But part of me yeah. thinks that's too big and commercial and Dragon Quest is, I know, big, but it's a different kind of big. I don't know. I want to say this. The Spider-Man game looks phenomenal. I'm watching gameplay footage of this. It's XI, right? That's the one, we're ta- the one that looks like Zelda. Oh, you uh, not you said Spider-Man. You mean uh, Dragon Quest? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Sorry. Well, Spider-Man is like a universal praise. Everything I see about it looks awesome. I'm watching this Dragon Quest thing and... Really? Go with Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It looks. I mean, yeah. It's hands down. Spider Man is the best. It just like, like it's scra- sure. it will scratch an itch. I'm that I like to scratch once in a while. Get both, like, Scott. And when you're at your look, PS4, play Spider Man. And when you're at your computer, play Dragon Quest. Yeah. There's I'm a being, natural divide here. Uh-huh. I'm being salacious, but it's in an effort to help you be decisive. Which is like I'm looking at my how I feel when I look at Spider Man stuff and how I feel when I look at dragon quest and it's like clearly spider-man is like all right set up to be here's how i think i can convince scott on spider-man because i think scott's a sucker for cool tech things like this yeah you know the coolest piece of tech i saw in that spider-man and you should go look at pictures and stuff to see it Mm. it's one of the first games in a city that i've ever seen where instead of the windows just being purely reflective yeah you can see inside them like they use shading technology so like when it's night and he runs past a window that's lit up 
there's a 3D effect. You're stuck to the glass outside, but you can see into the room that you're running past. Okay, that is cool. Because usually they look like uh, mylar, like just like yeah. a flat glass mylar thing. That I those I do I am impressed with those kinds of things. Am I going to be sad that I just have a regular old freaking ghetto PS4 and not a pro? No, I'm sure it's fine. All right. No. Well, 2013 tech. Here we come. Oh, there's there, there, Spider-Man and Heroes. I'd be okay with. You'd be all right with that if Marvel had oh, yeah. a deal with with uh, Blizzard and they yep. just started introducing like the Hulk and everybody in there. Oh my gosh, I would. Yep. That's the like franchise they could pull from that I'd be a hundred percent okay with. Is if uh, Marvel characters started showing up, I know that would make some people upset, but I would be a hundred percent. I'll bet there are a way, bunch of people that would be upset. Yes, I'll bet you there would be, but I wouldn't. And be. that way, we they could get the money from the Marvel deal to actually put verticality in heroes, so Spider Man can swing off things. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Change the whole engine just because Spider Man came in. <laughs> I'm in. Hey man, you, <laughs> yeah. you get development money where you get development money. I guess so. Um, all right. Well, the big news this week, of course, is Mephisto is in the game. And uh, I have some thoughts. Uh, Bo mentioned that he hasn't had a chance to play him yet. John's played a bit. Um, got my hands on him finally. I did buy the bundle. Uh, you talked about how his queue is a very slow windup. Mm-hmm. That feels better now then before because i touched i, I messed a, uh, on the ptr a tiny bit just in a practice thing if i think that got tweaked but i don't read it anywhere so it could just be in my head it feels faster now that wind up doesn't seem so bad to me now um, i kind of got the same impression but i also didn't see any changes so i think maybe i just started getting used to it yeah that's what i was i mean I, I, i'm perfectly happy to chalk it up to we got used to it but it really did feel tangibly faster to me. And so maybe they've tweaked it and, you know, whatever, they can do whatever they want on PTR and they don't necessarily have to tell us about it. But the wind up I got a bit so of try mode in before the show and it felt like I pressed Q and then it, I was able to run ahead of the missile and then the missile shot through me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. that's about right. That's, yeah. Can you do that? I don't remember. Uh, maybe I never tried to do that. Yeah, you can. He actually, one of the cool things about his Q is that you can place it anywhere. You know, a lot of characters. If you want to shoot behind you, you have to turn your character briefly or they will stop and turn to shoot. You can right-click to move Mephisto, aim your missile behind you, and he won't break stride. He will; It will just fire behind him. Oh. So it's one of the few abilities in the game that actually allows for that sort of movement. I kind of like that. I didn't try it, but now I want to. Um, I think his whole kit is fine, and he feels good and 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 speedy. There's something speedy about him. Uh, it could just be that he's just like a little electric freak show, and he just seems fast. But everything everything about him just seems kind of frenetic and cool, and I like him. I think he's going to be fun to play. Hmm. Uh, again, it's you know going to our original conversation at the top of the show. It's it's not the same sort of excitement I would have for a new hero two years ago. Cause I, again, we're just in this new, we're in this new rhythm of giant roster. Um, so many characters that really I should be focusing on the ones where I'm, I'm going to bring the most value to our team league games and things like that. And so, um, all of that said, I think he's going to be fun to learn and mess with and see what some of the pros do with him. And maybe that'll give us ideas. I don't know. But, uh, the more Diablo characters in this game, the better in my opinion. So I have no problem with him coming. 
Uh, who's left uh, of the prime evils? You got Diablo, you got Mephisto, Bale, 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 Who besides Bale is there? Oh, uh, uh, the kid. Then you've got uh, who? Who is the booby lady? <laughs> oh, um, you, you know the lady with the boobs. The lady. <laughs> Look, I'm just telling you, it's her primary feature. Yeah, boobs and poison. Those are the two things. Is it Andariel? Um, no, maybe. Andariel. She's not the. I don't know. She's not Google the spider. Google Andariel, and if boobs come up, then it was the right person. Oh, let's see. I was googling um woman with the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Bo is looking for this name the same way kids looked for porn. Uh, the term primeval is one of several definitions. Oh, I found her. She is the booby lady. Man, who drew this? See, I'm not kidding. It's not me just being gross. Like, that's literally her thing. Yeah, she's got tass uh, tassels and uh, that. Tassadar. She has tassadars. one. <laughs> Call him Tassadar. There's five, there's five of the great evil. The prime uh, evil was one being. Yeah. Uh, three brothers game. for the prime and then there were the lesser there's and well there's andariel oh she is a boob lady <laughs> see uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's just like it's like they exploded out of some clothing that aren't pictured and her hair is flying back and it's just yeah it's nuts she's got just, the tassadar she's wearing i keep saying tassadars the tassadar <laughs> The, this is my new role. I cover Karanda's the nipples. A healer. That's right. I um, keep things safe and kosher. Do your so nipples need one. covering? Because I can cover that. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. That's okay. The last one is Duriel. <laughs> Duriel, the twin of Andariel. Hold on. Who's the big? The who's Lord the one in th in three? Who is the uh, the prince kid and then turned into the giant swiping? That's Belial, Belial. the Lord of Lies. Yeah, uh, they're, they're not. Not. There's no prime evils aside from Diablo. In the Diablo three campaign, okay. I thought Belial was a prime evil, and I also thought uh, Nipple Boy. Uh, uh, no, he's a lesser evil. The uh, prime evils is Diablo, Mephisto, and Bale. So and the lesser evils are uh, Asmodan, Andariel, Duriel, uh, and Doyle. <laughs> yeah, Boyle. <laughs> No, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's one of the lesser evils. I don't think Andariel and Duriel, and Duriel are lesser evils. They're great evils. Oh. And I'm on the Wikipedia. Well, Deckard yeah. needs to work on his book because he needs to stop writing the word great and evil. Yeah. Um, Andariel, by the way, stands for Maiden of Anguish. That's pretty cool. Mm. And she, it says here she's one of the lesser evils, whatever that means. Uh, it's the only female evil. She is aided by the lesser evils for many years, but eventually lost. Uh, she lost faith in their plots. Two decades ago, she chose to help Diablo during his resurgence and siege the, siege the citadel of the Sightless Eye. Ultimately, she perished at the hands of brave heroes. That'd be you and me. Yeah. We, we did that. I have the list, by the way. Here's the list. All right, lay, lay it on us. Prime evils: Mephisto, Bale, and Diablo. So yeah, John was Bale, right. Yeah. And the lesser evils are Duriel, who we would still and need, and Dariel, who we need, Belial, who we need, and Asmodan, who's there. Good job, Asmodan. You made it. Oh yeah, he's good. He's a horny guy with the nip, uh, the nipple rings. He could use some nipple covers. That guy. Um. Okay, hold on. Bale. That's our next one. That's who I want next. Bale. Barrel. How do we? I mean, it seems like how could you put two of the three brothers in the game, right? Uh, well, well, hold on. Why couldn't you put all the brothers in the game? 
Well, that's what I mean. Like how it would be, it would feel unfinished if they didn't include all of them. I oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And are they real so, brothers? Are they like you know, grew up on a farm and then went bad? Like I don't know what the original, the or or uh, origin well, of those guys. The the original is that there is a prime evil and that their essences were split off. Okay. Um, they're called prime evil. Well, they're they're called prime evils. I guess it's Tathamet. Ooh, and the aspect is the prime. His name is just his aspect, the prime evil. But he's the progenitor, and he's a seven-headed dragon composed of all darkness and vileness that Anu cast off itself before the universe was created. I have no idea who Anu is. Um, <coughs> well, check this out. Away from the that was board. the original being. Well, Tyrael, while he wasn't, Pablo lore is weird. Let me just say, <laughs> yeah, it is pretty weird. But here's a Tyrael quote uh, before he became just hungry and hanging out in town. Okay, quote. This is while he was still the justice angel, angel of justice. It is the sum total of all seven evils housed within one body. There is an ancient legend known only to few as the great dragon Tathamet, uh, who was the original embodiment of evil. The legend says that he was ripped apart during an epic battle with Anu or Anu. Uh, I'm glad that doesn't have an S on it. And that the, and the burning hells are compro- composed of his remains. So this is like a back blizzard's uh obsession with like ancient gods and titans and stuff that's what this is it's another one of those because the the whole the burning hells are his guts i put a picture in our discord because it's kind of interesting for some reason there is official diablo 3 art for bail let's see i'm gonna look at this real quick show i'm not 100 percent sure why they did it but he looks pretty Ooh, is I that official fan art, uh, official art, or is it fan art over like official looking? No uh, copy. I'm gonna say that I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but it looks very official. He he looks like a xenomorph, and Asmodan had a baby a little bit. Uh, uh yeah, and then a Drenai popped his head out. Yeah, Drenai. oh, he's a Drenai Zerg, basically. Hello, hello. The face hugger grabs me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Well, he's the next guy I want. Bail. Bring him in. Let's do it. Uh, what else to say about Mephisto? Obviously, he'll get a bunch of playtime as, as he is now out in the wild. I also did get a game in on uh, the new uh, uh, the freaking Japan map. What's it called? What's wrong with me? <laughs> Hanamura. Hanamura. I like, I like the Japan map. It was, it was a quick match and way too, I spent way too little of time, I think, there to really truly get my head around uh, the changes and just how it feels, but it felt pretty good. Seems like a normal map now to me. Just seems like a, a map with a, with a, with a proper uh, mechanic that you have to do in the middle. And it seems fine. And it's not, I don't think it's as risky as the other one was, and it's probably good. It's probably good that it's nice and chill and works fine. So there you go. Hanamura, back at it. Uh, let's talk about spell power. There's a thread on Reddit. Yeah, so this gets a little heady. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and uh, summarize it a little bit briefly, but I do recommend going and checking out the Reddit thread if you find this interesting. There was a, a post created by a user on there called Warbags. I'll go ahead and give him a shout out because I am going to lean into his example because it's a pretty good one. Uh, they recently changed the way spell power works, and it was kind of an innocuous little patch note uh, in, I think, two patches ago, something like that. Um, not 100% sure on that. But basically, 
the example that they gave as far as a problem is they said if you're playing as characters who are capable of weakening the spell power of a character. So let's say Kael'thas is out there frying your team and you use abilities that lower his spell power and he shoots off his uh, his uh, orb. What is, can't think of any name. Pyroblast. Pyroblast. Thank you, Bo. Uh, he shoots off his Pyroblast and it's chasing someone down one of their counters to that is you limit his spell power, and then when that pyroblast hits, the spell power is limited, and therefore he they the person would take less damage and survive it. However, if Kaelthos gets killed prior to that pyroblast hitting, that spell power now shoots up to a hundred percent and becomes lethal. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Blizzard actually said. We were talking about this exact example, and we're going to be addressing it huh. to uh, to where effects that limit that sort of thing would persist through death. Right. So it's an interesting little thing with how spell power is working, um, but another odd thing to consider in your games right now that if you apply a debuff to somebody of some kind and kill them, effectively that debuff is then considered gone so anything that they're still putting out there that's lingering will go up to full power mm. now okay it's the not just chaos that would be the example but it's a limited use case the only thing relevant though is the additional like is the damage prevention did the damage like if you have your own buff you know sometimes you're like every third hit with the thing gives you extra damage or yeah. if something's slowed you do damage does that also work if you happen to die but the damage is incoming you know it's yet it's pending pyroblast is an easy example because it has such a long wind up mm -hmm. right but you know auto attacks sometimes go haywire things like that i don't think it's something you can pay attention to in game but you know from an interesting standpoint how do the underlying mechanics work sure right yeah i think i, I think spell power reduction is like a very noticeable one because there are big spell power effects that can persist through death. And they... the other general thing to keep in mind is this is a this is coming on the heels of the change they made to where it used to be the damage of a thing was calculated at the time of the cast. Now I believe it's calculated at the time of the impact. I think that's what the change was. Mm. Um, mm. And that's a pretty significant change as well to consider within this that's what makes part of this possible well um, for the for the listeners who are listening to this going i'm not sure you know how this affects me as a player i will give them both the conclusion and the tldr okay of this article and this will maybe help the tldr is sometimes the correct play is now not to kill the enemy because reducing their spell power might be more impactful if they've already launched some delayed spells which is non-intuitive game design, in my opinion, says this person. So that's kind of the summation of the entire point he's trying to make. And he says, in conclusion, in my opinion, good and intuitive game design would make it so that killing the opponent would never punish your own team to the extent that it can now. I shouldn't have to tell Kerrigan not to finish her combo so I can slap an enemy with Garage so that their spells are weaker upon impact. I shouldn't uh, take more damage because an enemy died instead of, uh, instead of was maimed that's a weird sentence. When I attempted to lower their spell power with an ability. It is very likely this change was made because from a coding standpoint, keeping track of individual projectiles is probably not efficient. But 
if it means making the game so unintuitive that you can't, uh, sorry, that you have to start going against your gut to play correctly, then I think we are going to have to consider other options. So that's the main complaint. Yeah. The the one that point of order I'd call to that is that actually John was mentioning they changed that in the last patch, and they did. Uh, ability damage is calculated in flight. So right. I think because things that affect distance, like Toronto Sentinel, change. So those changes are calculated not on cast, like like John said. They're actually, I think, they're live updated throughout. Mm. Okay. So that actually happens. I think this guy's being a little bit salacious and extreme to prove a point. Employed exaggeration, which is just that spell power in this unique scenario where you reduce a hero's power. And I want to say healing received, but when you're dead, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're their spell damaging effects or auto attack damaging effects can remain on the battlefield after death. Those, I agree. I think fairness should be that those receive the reduction. Right. Yeah, and I think ultimately that's, fair. that's the thing to remember is that Blizzard agrees, and that's the direction we're going. So while it's not true now, it will be true later. So. Keep it, I would say, in the back of your mind if you're really going to be interested in these sorts of things, but ultimately Blizzard agrees and they're going to be changing it. Yes, good point. I will say I've played enough games uh, and I've never... Like, this explanation doesn't make me go, oh, I've been having these problems in my games and that explains it. It's like, it's basically never come up in a way. I've never seen anybody take spells. So it's interesting, and I think that's why we're talking about it, because it's cool and interesting, but I don't think anyone needs to worry about changing up their play at all. Right. There's a real, that's a very meta, meta, meta level thing for him to be talking about regardless. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's good. Blizzard probably pays attention to this stuff. I know they read Reddit. Maybe they think it's a bigger deal. We'll see if anything comes from it. Um, all right, here's a question that's been on my mind. Clearly, it's been on our minds uh, collectively because here we have it in the notes. Back when we got our G.I. Joe Brotherhood of Nod skins, there was a lot of speculation uh, that the uh, TV thing getting smashed at the end with the fist and uh, the picture of the, the was it a girl. Well, I don't remember what was on the picture. It's like a pig and a girl. What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a little girl holding a pig. Holding a pig. Right. So a lot of people thought it was junk rat, and the, we've speculated back and forth. Bo did a lot of screen capping about you know, what does, whose arm is that and what is he wearing and and all this stuff. Um, but it was like a big hint, like they were dropping a bit of a, of, a, of a teaser there. And then Mephisto comes up as the next hero and none of this new skin seemed to fit that at all. There's really no connection there. So what happened to the tease of the fist man punching the screen? Was that just vapor or is there more to it? And are we just being impatient or did Blizzard just freaking forget about it? Thoughts, feelings, John? Do you think they just said, eh, we're not doing it, forget it, never mind? Is it weird that I find it more compelling that they threw this in and now it's been so long <laughs> and they haven't hinted at anything? No. Like, I think that's you a would fun, expect, you know, go ahead. If they were teasing something, you'd expect a week-to-week, you know, build of something. Like, they like they frequently do. You know, they'll, they'll show a blurry photo on Twitter and you go, oh, what's that? I think I see space aliens. And then the next week... They clear it up a little bit. You're like, oh, my gosh, it's got to be it's got to be a snake person. And then they clear it up and you go, oh, it's Garrod. (laughs) And that's just the way their media typically goes. So for them to put in a hint and a tease and then just dead quiet about it, they haven't even really acknowledged that it was a tease of anything. We all went crazy and started CSIing the thing. And Blizzard's just been dead quiet about whatever that is. Yeah. Usually what they'll. 
way more curious about what it could possibly be now as a result. Yeah, usually something gets dropped. They say something. There's a joke on Twitter or they, like in the, that Diablo uh, light switch thing they did where everyone would say, Diablo on switch. They pulled it and said, no, no, no. We just think it's a cool light switch and it's not really coming. Of course it was coming to switch. They were working on it then, the freaking liars. So they like playing this game. <laughs> And it's fine. I like playing the game with them, but nothing, not a bow. Uh, it feels like a year ago that that was going on, but really, we—it's just because they haven't said anything. I think it was the with the white main patch. Yeah, around. it wasn't very long ago. It was just like barely. It feels happened. like a while ago, but it's it's been a busy couple months. Yeah. Um, the uh, I think it's skin stuff. Yeah, I don't think they don't really tease out more than one ahead. And they stopped with the, they used to do duo announcements, like, what are the next two heroes? Mm -hmm. So you'd think maybe you'd hear something. Now it's, the teases are pretty, come pretty quick, uh, or pretty shortly before the hero gets announced properly. So I I think now that there's been some time, this is just like a, we've got more skins in this vein kind of thing. Kilmanark1285 in the chat room has a theory. says, Blizzard probably had some issues come up and they had to delay that character, whoever it is, but Mephisto was on the bench and ready to go, so they put Mephisto in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's entirely possible. Sure. Sometimes happen. What's the phrase? Occam's razor? Uh, The the closest thing to... The shortest, uh, the simplest explanation is often the most accurate. Most accurate. Yeah, it's also like Chekhov's gun. If you show a little girl with a pig and a man punching a screen, you have to use the little girl holding the pig and the man punching. Only, the only though, if if Schrodinger's Wait, cat is not around. If you don't have Schrodinger's cat around, then Occam's razor doesn't do anything to Chekhov's gun. Schrodinger's cat assumes Wait. that her little stuffed pig is both alive and dead if exposed <laughs> to radiation. What what's 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 the Chekhov thing? I've heard of Pavlov's dogs. Oh yeah, there's che- Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun is if you show a gun in a story and focus on it, you should use the gun. Oh, you're talking about Anton Chekhov, the Russian playwright. Yes. Uh, yes, not it, the member of the <laughs> not Star Trek. <laughs> well, I'm like, it's like I thought we were doing scientists, and it's like, oh, okay, you're talking about a playwright. That'd be that'd be Chekhov's uh, that'd be Chekhov's phaser is what that would be. Uh, or Fwa- yeah. Fwazer. No, he wouldn't. He'd say Phaser. Phaser. Star Trek. Catch it. All right. Um, let's do this. We have a sneak Pete. Sneak Pete. Sneak peek. <laughs> Sneaky sneak Pete. Pete. I I prefer that. That's a show on uh, some channel. Oh, by the way, isn't uh, he a character in Breaking Bad? Sneaky Pete. No, no, Skinny uh, Pete. Skinny Pete. Yeah, Skinny. Pete. Oh, Skinny Pete. He's great. Smat of uh, flashing, sm- of mad stacks of, d- of cash, yo, or Benjamins, whatever he says. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this, the uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna make a quick recommendation just outside of this. Okay, I had my doubts going in, but I'm a big Tom Clancy fan, and I also like the books, the Jack Ryan books. I think the movies are all kind of hit and miss, but I think it's a really great spy those are great spy books and it's a great character and all that and i was very very wary of how a series on amazon prime would go with uh jim halpert as the main character from the office did you see a quiet place uh no and that's everyone's this is the same question everyone asked me okay they're like have you seen that yet because you'll you'll think differently of him after that and i he's good in 13 hours and like it's not that i don't think he can do it i just still kind of expect him to look at the 
Cameron make fun of Dwight. Like it's just kind of weird. <laughs> but terrorists, right? I uh, I'm into it now. I'm like five episodes in. That show's great. I highly recommend it. Highly. If you like spy spy stuff, no brainer. One oh one. Great. Really good. And it's got that. It's very Tom Clancy. Like they they're they've stick they've stuck to that stuff really well. Uh, Carlton Cuse directs a lot of them and also is the showrunner and has a lot of love for the material and you can tell and there's a lot of good actors in it and I think it's awesome. You guys should totally I'll have to watch check it. it out. I was thinking about it and then I fell down a rabbit hole and over one weekend I watched all of both seasons of The Good Place. Oh, The Good Place is good. I really like that show. That's a fantastic. That show has no right to be good. Like it's one of those shows where I'm like really that's good? How is that good? Yeah. Is that a Chris or Kristen Bell joint? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. She's I actually great. fell in love with um that advertising one she did, even though it was kind of bad. It was kind of good. What was it called? The one with John Don Cheadle in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Showtime thing. I don't know where it aired. Yeah, up there, I can't but, remember what it was called. Uh, happy t- Happy Times are here again. I don't know. I don't know. But Don Cheadle's a jerk, basically. Yeah. And he's a real turd. That was actually. It was actually really good. She was like, I never. I was always like, to me. Kristen Bell was like the it was in the shows that like teenagers like to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like Kristen Bell's in this. I better avoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually became a big fan through that show. So yeah, it's good. Anyway, it's good. And I was, but I, I looked at the Good Place and I was like, oh, I can't watch that. It seems weird. It doesn't seem like it should work. Ted Dance's character shouldn't work. None of it should work. It works though. Yeah. It's the right yeah. kind of funny. I don't know how they do it. It's amazing that show actually. But anyway, I'm just saying, if you like yourself some spy business. You're gonna you're gonna change. You'll first of all, you'll be like me. You'll be like, oh, all right, freaking John Krasinski, he can do some stuff. I'm into this. Yeah. But also, mm-hmm. it's it's not just about him. This isn't focused entirely on him, despite the fact that the show is called Jack Ryan. But it's it's really good, and people should watch it if you have Amazon Prime. Um, all right, sorry. Moving on. Hey, uh, possible unintended sneak peek at a new role system. Oh wait, I have music for this. I actually got this just for this. Hold on. Uh, so, all right, I'm going to read that one more time, or I'm going to read part of it and say, possibly unintended sneak peek at a new role system. All right, that's supposed to make us feel, you know, pensive and nervous and is stuff. Is that from Audible? That is not from Audible. That <laughs> Because I feel like I've heard that before almost every audiobook I've ever heard on Audible. You've heard it before, but you, I'm going to play it again and see if you can guess again where you've heard this. And you've heard it recently and probably many times. So okay. here it is again. Any ideas? Oh, it's the so st- familiar. Star Wars riff? Nope. Any ideas? Where is it from? <laughs> it is very familiar. It's like a Spielberg era kind of sound. Or it sounds like, like it, which is why I captured it, because I thought it was really cool. But it's actually, uh, it's taken from a hunk of the Zandalari zone in World of Warcraft right now. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. There's this, there's just a, I want to say it's in, where's the, what's the desert? To, uh, Voldar, Voldir, Voldoon, Voldoon, Voldor, Voldor. <laughs> No one, no, you just walk right into Voldor. It was uh, so sad the way that zone killed Harry Potter's parents. <laughs> <laughs> Voldemort, what you call Voldemort? Um, yeah, that place has a. There's a corner of it. If that music plays, uh, it has this very cool, like, uh, trippy kind of mystery sound. <laughs> I actually really like the soundtrack of that whole game so far. It's really good. Anyway, 
so what do we know about this? What's the role system? Who wants to take this? Bo, do you know what's up? With uh, this? Well, so this, uh, so all we know is this shirt appeared on the Blizzard Gear store. That's all we know. As you'll see, it's a nice pink, uh, made of a 500. No, how many thread? It doesn't say how many thread. It looks like Let's say 500 micro purple, thread. But, yeah, I'd say know. purple. Yeah. Doesn't it look purple to you? It looks purple to me. Fine purple long sleeve shirt, uh-huh. and it has Heroes of the Storm, and it's called Roll Icon Long Sleeve Shirt. Okay. And there are six icons and but the theory no, is there's only four classes four roles in heroes mm-hmm. of the storm right interesting now. well they have these highly detailed symbols on the right sleeve there is a shield there is a fist holding a brass knuckle or fist weapon from world of warcraft type thing yeah. there is what looks to be like um, some sort of symbol from Destiny Two. I don't know. <laughs> some sort of some sort of weird uh, Chinese. It looks healery to me, like a, almost like a cross with another cross on it. I can't. Cross yeah. with eyes, but it's got Owen Wilson's nose. There you go, broken nose at the end. It is kind of wow. Asian looking. I I can't tell on that thing. I don't yeah, know. and on the left sleeve there is a circle with uh, another circle around it, and some arrows going out of either end. Or all four sides of the circle. There's uh, another one with a battle axe. Yeah. And there's another one with a, what looks to be a bow and arrow. Okay. So, so interesting. These symbols, the shirt's called Roll Icon. These are symbols non existent in the game, never seen before, not in any weird class abilities, brand new. And the thought is that this is maybe a, a mistakenly launched early piece of promotion to announce a new roll system. Probably at BlizzCon. If it's any, if Heroes panel or Heroes stuff's anything like last year, we'll probably get some sort of state of the game update deal, and it's bound to include some news about roles going from four to six. It looks like. Yeah. If you go to the Reddit page, they've done a slightly better job of describing some of the symbols we got stuck on. They called it a totem and a circle slash shield. Oh, the ones that we weren't a hundred percent sure on. I sure. can see that. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna okay. make a guess here. Uh, top one tank pr- protection. Uh-huh. Next one brawler. Yep. Hand you know berserker eve brawlery type characters Bruiser. bruisers. Bruiser. Uh, below that healer, some sort of totemy kind of reference to healing and and well being. Uh, go on the other side. I'd say that's like a mage thing, like some kind of mage symbol. The circle with the the, the symbols on mm-hmm. it. The axe sure. thing, I would call that, I don't know, another form of bruiser, but maybe... Uh, melee DPS. Melee DPS, sure. Yeah. Uh, that could be... Yeah, yeah, melee DPS. Melee, and, then, and the next one down is range. Range like DPS, yeah. That, yeah. that makes sense to me. I mean, I think this is all... Uh, is this pulled down now? They don't have it up now, right? No, it's still up. But oh, it we, is just up. Loaded, we just clicked the link in the show notes and loaded up the page. Oh, this is a real... Pa- I thought this was just... Uh, yeah, you can buy no, this shirt. This is here on the gear.blizzard.com slash US slash fall hyphen collection slash heroes hyphen of hyphen the hyphen storm hyphen roll hyphen icon hyphen long hyphen sleeve hyphen shirt. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. This is, um, <laughs> well, you know what? That's... I, no one's ever given out a URL on like a show before. No. <laughs> now I know why. It's like, good... So that thing is thirty bucks, and uh, I want to hear about these rolls before I I would ever get it. Just I don't know why. Well, I mean, you could get that. Think about this: you yeah. could get this and Spider Man, and wear this while playing Spider Man. 
Yeah, screw Dragon Quest Eleven. Just, I'll get a shirt instead of it. That's actually not a bad idea. I'm. Oh, don't tempt me. Is that tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, I don't tomorrow. have time for another you game could right now. Probably start preloading it tonight, and then you're swinging through the town, beating up bad guys. It's got like Arkham style combat. You know, you're ready for a fun swinging Arkham style game. I need someone to. I need reviews from people I trust. That's what I need. Uh, my friend pre-ordered it. I can get him to tell you what he thinks tomorrow. Who is it? Crofton? Yeah. Okay. Scott, I give it a five out of five. <laughs> you don't have it yet. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you love Spider-Man. Freaking, it's fine. I don't know. I, I'll figure it out. I hope it's not all snarky. Is it going to be snarky? I don't like snark. Spider-Man snark. I mean, he he tells bad jokes and annoys villains, but I'm sure it's reined in to some degree. He's going to do something dumb and go, oh, Aunt May's not going to be happy about this. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe don't buy it then. (laughs) 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 Sounds like you might not be into it. (laughs) I mean, I like Spider-Man as a... Whatever, I'm just, it's mostly about, uh, should I spend $59? Like, I think they're going to get, have you guys heard the voice? Like, I think the voice is going to convey a lot of the energy that he has, and I think it's like a homecoming-style Spider-Man. Scott, what if I told you mm. that in this game, J. Jonah Jameson Mm. is a failed former newspaper owner who now has a scandalous podcast where he just drags Spider-Man through the mud constantly... And he checks in every now and then to let you know how much he hates Spider-Man. And if you get sick of it, the way you stop it is you unsubscribe from his podcast. Is this true? Yes. They basically made J. Jonah Jameson Alex Jones in this game. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> it seems like a pretty good fit for that character. Okay. Well, now I'm, now maybe I'm... Although now- in the comics, it's a lot more fun where he's at. Because he knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man now. And he... Uh, he feels bad for all the things he's done, so now he's trying to help Spider-Man be better. So Peter will get calls saying like, why aren't you down here? Somebody's doing something. You gotta get down here. What are you doing? What? Why are you not Spider-Man already? Oh, he's like Spider-Man's boss now, basically. Yes, he's now, he's now <laughs> thinks he's in charge of Spider-Man. That's he's- actually a really wholesome and cool development for that character. I kind of dig that. Does, does he say things like, I can't stand you, you're idiots! Is that, is that a thing that happens? <laughs> Yeah, but not plural because he's just talking about Spider. Does he do this? I like to f too. Do you do that yeah, ever? He's way into it. <laughs> Sorry. He... <laughs> I like to eat. Okay, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> he got kicked off Twitter today, so just celebrate, I guess. Oh, nice. Uh, the Seven Deadly Sins of Heroes. Let's talk about our next one in a series of these that we've done, and I have a little theme for it. Where is it? Oh, that's not it. Um, <laughs> oh, what's we'll, that from? Oh, I know what we'll do. I, I like that one. That we'll, one's good. It's not bad, but we'll play this from John. I'm so sick of these mother demons. All right, there's that. Uh, let's get into it. It's the uh, uh, not switching gears. Uh, explain to me, Bo, the idea of the sinful nature of not switching gears. Yes, yeah, so sins, things you know you should not be doing, but you do anyways. Uh, switching gears means that, um, well, there's a certain tempo, an ebb and flow to the game. And if you're new to the game, understandably, it's harder to identify this as readily. But once you've played the game for a little bit, you know, it's pretty easy to see when you're behind in levels or you're behind in structure. The game will dictate the way it's playing out 
whether you're supposed to take an aggressive posture or a defensive posture. And so not switching means you're playing in a way counter to what the current strategic need is. And and make no mistake, this is very I'm, I'm saying in very broad terms. Mm. There is a level up mechanic. It, the most common one is you're behind in levels. You have to play differently. We all know we need to do it, but no one wants to eat their vegetables. They want to go kill things. Right. And so so, you know, this is a sin that people do. And it, I've done it. Lots of us have done it. Sometimes we just we know better, but we're just being stubborn. But when you're behind in levels, you need to be, you know, focusing on trying to get that XP and keeping damage to a minimum. You need to not be thinking, oh, those four players there won't dive me because there's no minion wave. And I have this safe, secure tower that only shoots one bullet at one target. Mm-hmm. Like They're going to get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you're going to get hooked. You're going to get dove on. You know, you have to switch up your play style depend- and and not have an ego about saying, I'm on the defensive. I'm being boxed in. I think it happens more frequently on being boxed in, but it also happens when it's time to play aggressive and you're playing too defensively. That classic example is you kill, make get three of five kills on the team and you're level 20, 21. You got to keep down. It's time to go core. There's a, there's a way to switch your posturing from, you know, putting your fists up and taking the blows and then, fighting back and putting in your fists and and punching back. And there's a tempo to the game and it's not too nuanced of a thing. I think no matter where your skill level is, you definitely have a sense of whether you're back footing it or you're front footing it and where you are and not switching, having an ego about it or being stubborn and not switching is a sin. So switch, switch up your play. That's how you beat your opponents um, uh, in this game. I have a problem with this when, uh, Someone's pissing me off. It's definitely a, like a mental, it's a lack of mental um, uh, discipline because someone on the other team will just be getting my goat multiple times. And if I think I've almost got them kind because of, I'm getting revenge for a couple of kills or something, I mm. will sometimes do this role, just be like, I'm, it's like a bad army movie scene where I'm just like, I'm going to get him. And I go running out there and the sergeant's like, you will stand down. But I go in anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. that's, it's hard sometimes. Cause you're just so full of like, Oh my gosh, I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get him back for this, the, I, this horrible treatment I've had today and you lose it. And when you do that, you're just, just full of regret. You walk out going, well, that was, that was dumb. Yeah. It's always, it's always a fun thing, especially sometimes you, you ever see those hyper diaper players in the game who mm-hmm. like you can tell like it's quick match, but they are APMing mm-hmm. like there's a gun to their head and they're, you know, <laughs> give me back my daughter. We'll play this game of heroes first and save you. They're just playing like their life depends on it yeah. and they're killing you. Like you said, they're, they're getting you down, but you end up winning the game because that's all they're doing is try harding and not actually playing the game so it's a, the point is it's all about winning the war and not the battles you can lose battles in the middle of a game and still come out ahead right. so yeah yeah you got to listen to your sergeant scott switch your... gears well it's usually you or yeah. kyle that i'm supposed to be listening to and i mean i'm bad at this too it's like if uh, the biggest thing for me is sometimes we are falling behind and i'm just like i'm gonna hero it and get the big team kill or team wipe or whatever and and only trade 1v1 do something that's kind of not worth it um, I don't think I put us in a lot of binds, but sometimes I will. I will do this on occasion, not fail or fail to recognize that it's just better 
to just play safely for a few minutes until we secure a stronger foothold on whatever play we're going to make. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to uh, try to do better at that. Not that you're aiming this at me, obviously. I don't mean that. No, no. It's not directed at you. <laughs> no, is, I know. It's I church. Know. We're in church. Yeah. I'm the reverend or whatever, whoever stands up front, tells people things and say, you've sinned, I've sinned too. Let us together admit that we do this and try to be better human beings in the next. And now Amen. let's sing. The Amen, s- my brothers and sisters. Sing the song of heroes. Uh, and John stands up and goes. Just kidding. You don't have to do one today. John's a little sick today. He's, he's actually doing the show ill. I think you all should appreciate the fact that he's not feeling well. And yet here he is. <laughs> my dear Martha, I don't <laughs> feel well. That's all. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> enjoy this letter enjoy I'll this letter i'm done uh all right well there's your seven deadly sins for today we'll have another one next week how many have we done three four 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 all right so we got three more of the seven sins to get to before uh, uh brad pitt wants to know what's in the box all right uh a quick uh note that next weekend or this weekend there will be a brand new there will be dungeons there was a uh, one while i was out of town and while kyle and christopher were out of town so you may not know that you'll have to go catch the video on youtube and or the audio on the podcast feed so because they're uh, well it was live too so a lot of you saw it live um but anyway go to there will be dungeons.com right now and you can get that uh john do you want to do a recap in the 90s way with this um, I mean, I wanted it to be informative this week because we did tell people that we weren't going to do one and then we did one. All right. Um, but well, I'll do yeah, this I then. Can, I can make something up. Well, here, 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 we'll do this in a full, what in a full, the full, there will be dungeons crew is back after Stanley's solo adventure. What happened? Are they alive? Is their little team still a team? We'll all find out together on Saturday at 2 p.m. Pacific when TBW or TWBD, that's There Will Be Dungeons, returns. All right. Audible presents There Will Be Dungeons. <laughs> read by Scott Johnson. From Simon and Schuster. It's always Simon and Schuster. It's like, uh, I think that's going to do it for the show. I don't have an email today because I'm dumb. So, uh, <laughs> emails don't exist. I'm sure there's one I could grab, but. Yeah, yeah grab one at random. Is that a game we can play? Just grab one at random. You know what? I am going to do that. I am do that. Let's do it. Let's do a <laughs> random email pulled right out of the pile here. Do we uh, have music for random email pulled out of the pile? Um, yeah. I'm I sure like we... that I'm tasking you with two different activities <laughs> to do at the same time. I'm sure that I do, actually. Let's see. Um, how about... I mean, if, um, there, if there wasn't emails for our show, although I'm sure there are tons, um, then we could just pull from any one of your shows and we'll do that one. Yeah, we'll answer a TMS question. Here you go. Spanish Fleet. That's the song we're going to use. You guys know the words of this? There was a little Spanish Fleet. A record star making fun of me. Okay, that's what we're going to use. And uh, I'm going to pick randomly from the... I have an entire group uh, grouping of emails called Core. And uh, Core, uh, freaking Chrome is being so slow today. All right, here we go. Uh, I'll just close my eyes. You ready? Yep. Here we go. All right, uh, the random pick is Hunter Skibben, who wrote in and said, Hey, dudes, does this happen to you guys, too? It has been a good ten or more times for me. P.S. I am super on board with the idea of an arena-based team league substitute. 
All right, now what he's talking about is a screenshot he sent me. Chat room, I'll share this with you. Oh, okay. I was like, he missed a key part of this email. He did. Uh, it says, Cursed Hollow Victory. Um, Rhino B. Crunk is his name in the game. Uh, he's ranked 283. He's Silver 1, and he's Johanna level 12. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, though. Let's see. Did I miss something on the email? Let me just double check. Um, oh. What's the subject? Oh, it says, um, sure didn't play an Overwatch hero. And I look at it, it's Johanna. What? This happened to you two guys, too. It's been a good ten or more times for me. What's he talking what? about? I don't, I didn't when, play an Overwatch hero. He had a, he had a hero. victory on Cursed Hollow? I've had a couple of those. <laughs> it's not impossible. I don't, Man, this, I love this guy's uh, IGN. Well, this is, this is what you get for uh, picking random, because I still don't know what he's talking about. Wow, I didn't realize how much quality control went into the email. So yeah. like, <laughs> Can you crazy. share the picture? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me, uh, I'll, I'll copy of it over to you guys, too, so you can see it. Um, here you can go. you just read that sentence to me again? The yeah, let one? me read it to you again. It says, okay, so the subject, um... Sure didn't play in Overwatch. Oh, sure didn't. Oh, I know what it is. What? He just got daily quests completed uh, for Overwatch Hero while he was playing Johanna. Oh, well, that's... But I can tell you exactly oh. what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's because you are in a ranked mode, and when you are in a ranked mode, you gain quest credit regardless of what the quest is. Correct. When we play Team League and you guys see us doing that on streams and you see me dinging uh, quest. It's not because I'm actually playing the right thing. It's just that when you are willing to go either do uh, unranked draft or full team league stuff, some kind of drafted mode, you get credit for those quests whether you're playing the the the, the proper thing or not. So, well, guess what's not labeled like like the percentage increases per level on the different abilities and hit point pools and things that I rail about. Guess what else is also not clearly <laughs> labeled for players. Yeah, <laughs> the thing we just had to explain to someone right again is like, yeah. the hell is wrong with this broken game? Yeah, this is busted. Diablo hero, I got <laughs> I'm not sure that that's anywhere obvious in the UI. Yeah, they someone... don't they don't make it clear. But I don't remember when I even found out. But I remember being thrilled about it. Could it could be they do. It could be they do, and I'm just blind to it because I've been very familiar with the game and mm -hmm. ignore a lot of stuff. Yeah. in my vision, I feel because... like I only learned it from a patch note. Yeah, maybe that was when I learned it too. I remember being super stoked about it. Yeah, and I still am because oh, yeah. I think it's great. That it's was a good a long change. Time ago, just, so yeah, it was a long time it's just ago. Also, very unclear. Uh, I agree. Like, you know, like like I said, you know, this person was probably like, "What the hell?" Well, um, UI is everything, and sometimes I mean, it's easy for them as developers to to make their game and make their changes and not consider the fact that it's not obvious to everybody. I think this happens a lot. That's why that stuff gets tweaked and patched and whatever, because it's not always obvious what you're supposed to do. That's why they change the way our little over-the-head bars are in the game to indicate different effects and different uh, buffs and diva buffs at any given time, because otherwise it's kind of hard to tell and you're just sort of guessing. So maybe they need to be more overt about those kinds of rules. Uh, I, I'm Here's one. the thing I'm yeah. curious about. Yeah. Is that the bottommost thing in his chat window? Is your report has been sent? Thank you for contacting customer support. <laughs> reported all his. I'm like, were you were you reporting this error or mm. was someone toxic in your game? It's, I just think it's funny. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, he may have sent too much to us. Uh, all right, uh, I'll do one more because why not? Uh, I picked one at random. Fun. This one's Bradley Dexter, who says, "You have earned my ire, kind sir." Is this is this uh, subject? 
Oh, wait, before you go further, yeah. which one of us do you think he's mad at? Um, I'll also, play the sound after you say it. Oh, what sound? Which one? Which one do you weenu, want? Weenu, oh, the weenu, weenu. Weenu, <laughs> weenu. All right, here it comes. After or before I read it? After uh, every after every sentence of this email, if there are any more sentences. Okay, here we go. There are plenty of them. Okay, here we right, go. Say the thing you were going to answer, John, first. Oh, what were you saying? Oh, who? Uh, well, I'm going to guess it's. Who do you think he's mad at? I'm going to guess it's me. I don't know if it is yet because I haven't read uh, forward, but I'm going to guess it's me because everyone's always mad at me for something. So I'm just going to guess it's me. I would think it would be Bo. Okay. But because I do Azeroth Roundtable and I get all the hate mail there, I'm going to also <laughs> probably think it's me. Hey, I think I'm going to go with Scott because I've seen the stuff you guys send Scott, man. You should be ashamed. Yeah, people are mean. <laughs> They can be mean sometimes. I think I'm on Azeroth Roundtable Friday, I think. I think I'm on, aren't I? Uh, yeah, not tomorrow, but next Friday. Or next Friday, right, 14th. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, here's... So here it is. Uh, I'll read it again. You have earned my ire, kind sir. Spaceballs and Robin Hood <laughs> Men in Tights are both it's good movies. What? Me. Wait, sound, sound effect. I'll okay, go... Oh. I didn't say anything bad about Robin Hood Men and Tights. Let him finish. It says, if you continue to besmirch good movies, I shall have no choice but to challenge you to Pistols at Dawn. Love your content, but you have irked me on this day, Mr. Johnson. Oh, was you, Scott? It was me. You got labeled for my Spaceballs hate. Yeah. So then he says, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. (laughs) And his name is Brad. (laughs) It was per- it was a perfect reading. This sound effect is incredible. It makes all emails way better. Yeah, I don't and know. And everything else, too. Thank you for random email time. That's our new theme for that. Yeah, that was good. I don't remember even when I did that. That's from some old commercial. Anyway, there you go. Uh, if you'd like to send your own emails into the show, maybe they'll be read in order or at random. Core at heroesforyou.com is the email address to send them to. And we are happy to get those to you each and every time that we do. That's going to do it for today's show. Uh, as always, patreon.com slash core shows. How you can support this madness if you like the show and you enjoy what we do. That's a great way to support it. Many of you have. We'd love it if many more did. Patreon.com slash core show. Support creators in every walk of life. Heroesforyou.com is our website. And as always, you can find us on Twitter. Core Heroes, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. For all of us, to all of you, we hope you have a great week. And we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.